What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Nikki B's Movie Corner, and I am so excited to bring you the very first conversation on this podcast. Yes, I prefer to call them conversations as opposed to interviews, because that's one of the things I've wanted to do uh, on this podcast. I kind of, when I bring in other people and when I have you know, when I bring in other people on the podcast, I kind of just want to have conversations with them. I don't like the word, I don't really like the word interview per se. I kind of just like to keep things fun and keep things casual and uh, hopefully have a lot of, uh, that to me kind of brings in a more interesting conversation, if you will, uh, as opposed to, I mean, because when I think of the word interview, even though there have been a lot of people who've done a lot of really great interviews in the past, when I think of the word interview, typically I think of just two people just kind of sitting and it's sitting together across from each other and it's all serious. And I don't really want to do that on this podcast. Uh, I kind of want to keep things, like I said, I want to keep things light and fun. And I'm very excited to bring you the very first conversation on my podcast is my good friend, Chris Robertson. He's a guy I went to school with for a couple of years at NKU. He's a great guy. He used to host a uh, podcast himself called Mouthful of Movies back in the fall, I believe some really great insight that he used to have on his podcast. I really highly, um, I highly recommend you guys check out his podcast. Uh, even though, you know, they are still archived. He doesn't do it anymore. Uh, he keeps, (laughs) he often told me when we got done recording this, that he really wants to do his show again. And I said, Hey man, you know, so many time he's he's always welcome to come on anytime, uh, to kind of get out that old side. But, um, So we got into it, uh, on this podcast, we kind of, I kind of wanted to do a little back and forth of some films that we were looking forward to the most in 2019. Now I already did a, um, it was my first ever podcast episode giving my top 10 anticipated films of 2019, but this is kind of an updated episode, uh, for me since, I did that first episode. There have been a lot of things that have come on my radar and there've been a lot of trailers that have come out for films that are, um, going to come out in 2019. And it kind of makes me wish that I would have waited to make the list first. That way I could put different films on the list, uh, to make the definitive anticipated films of 2019. So, this is me and my good friend Chris kind of having a discussion about that. Um, also wanted to give a little, couple of quick notes before this podcast begins. First of all, as I said in my podcast when I did this originally, I am not paid by any major film company to say anything about their films to promote them, uh, and neither is Chris. Uh, this is just our simple opinions as movie fans. These are movies that we are very much looking forward to, and... Um, I just kind of figured that I would say that just in case anybody was um, by in some weird way thinking that we were. We are not at all. These are just our opinions as movie fans and moviegoers ourselves, just our opinions about films that we were looking forward to. Uh, another little bit of warning. 
there's some strong language uh, <laughs> in this podcast. I do recognize, you know, I figured I should say that because I do recognize that there are certain bad words uh, that people are offended by. Um, but, you know, if you're not offended by bad language, then you can completely disregard that. But if you are, by some chance, just wanted to give you a little fair warning that there is some language on the podcast that some might deem to be offensive. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really intend for it to be that way. Not my intention at all, but you know, just kind of happens with the conversations of that. Like, so, um, but you know, it made it for more, it, it was so much fun to do this. I have to say was, he was, Chris was a great guest to bring on. I loved having him, would love to have him on again in the future. Um, and it did exactly what I wanted to do for conversations, which is to, as I was saying, keep it light and keep it fun and, uh, hopefully have a good time doing it. And we did. So without further ado, here is my interview. Enjoy. All right. So anticipated films of 2019. First of all, for the people who aren't aware, Introduce yourself, Chris. Hi, I'm Chris Robertson, and this is like my return to the podcasting yeah, world. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like you back to your home space. Yeah, yeah. it's only been a month since I and stopped. And you only had it for like two months, right? Yeah, it was like four months, but still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for people that don't know, Chris uh, used to host a podcast slash radio show for Norse Code Radio called Mouthful of Movies. Yes. I believe your page is still up, right? You it is. You can still kind of check it out. It's a WordPress. It's also at the same time like a website. You plug it, man. Plug it. it. I haven't done anything with it in forever, but I'm well, looking. People, people still like to. It's still yeah. archived. You can still go listen to it. Yeah. Right? Okay. All right. Archives. Right. Mouthful of movies.wordpress.com. You go to that, and then there's a tab up top called podcast, and you can listen to, well, not every episode because we didn't start turning it into a podcast to like the fourth episode. But yeah, you can listen to episodes four through 15. Those are all it. it they're all awesome. Probably not. They're all pretty <laughs> awesome. I do like a lot of your insight that you had on Oh, this. thank you. I had insight? Yes. Okay. So, anyway. If I ever had a chance to talk, I could have <laughs> on my own show. <laughs> all right. So, we're going to talk about some of our anticipated movies Avengers. for the rest of this year. <laughs> okay. Our, can we just get Avengers out of the way for the both of That's us? That's what I've been saying. Is there really no need? Okay. Here's what I kind of did. I kind of put – I was putting together a list, and I wanted to put Avengers Endgame – and Star Wars Episode Nine on the side mm-hmm. because it was going to be obvious for the both of us that that was what it was going to. Avengers, that's what it was going to be. Avengers is so obvious. Like, it was, yeah, but, but not Star Wars Episode I Nine. I didn't. I don't have Star Wars on my list. Is it because of Last Jedi? Eh, maybe. Yeah, I can certainly understand that. I mean, Last Jedi was divisive for a lot of people. Yeah. Were you div- Were you divisive on that? Yeah, I've seen it twice. I've only seen it twice. Which it is, kind of has grown on me the more I saw it. Which is I crazy it, for a Star Wars film. I certainly like it more than Solo. I enjoyed Solo. I've only seen it once, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I feel like if I watched it again, that I wouldn't like it. I know, but yeah. But yeah, Last Jedi, I've only seen it twice. I think I need to go back and see it again now that it's been over a year. And maybe I, I'll get a new perspective on it. Yeah, I kind of gotten a better perspective on it as I've seen it. I appreciate the, what Ryan Johnson was going for yeah. for it, to be honest. But uh, yeah, but now JJ's coming back to do it. I don't know if I'm 
excited I, I for JJ. I honestly think JJ should have done the whole done it the whole time. He probably should have just so there was cohesion. Cohesion and I mean, yeah, just so it was more consistent. But it probably would have been level. a lot more cliche. And I like Ryan Johnson. Yeah, I like Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah, Looper is one of my amazing. It's one of my favorite films of the decade. One of the best child decade. actor. I always say that movie has one of the best child actor performances ever. What happened to that kid? I don't know what happened to that kid. He was going to be Haley Joel Osment for a second. Yeah, but he wasn't. It's probably a good thing he didn't. Okay, so we're going to put Avengers Endgame and Star Wars Episode Nine on the side. Yes. Since we know everybody is looking forward to that, and I know a lot of people are going to do podcasts about it. Yes. So. We're gonna go through some other ones. Uh, w- another quick plug on my on my podcast. Oh, okay. Do yeah, quick we plug. we had we had an Avengers Endgame clickbait episode. Oh, that's right. So go you ahead did. and check that out. Yeah, check, yeah. <laughs> then you'll know all of Chris's thoughts on Avengers Endgame and do it that way. So. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through some more and talk about them. Chris, you are my guest. Give me a film you're looking forward to this year. Okay, I'm sorry. I've already through. I've already broken your rules. I don't have five. I have six. Or five, six. I have six have. anticipated films. Okay, go ahead and Number name six. one. Number six. Go ahead and name one. I did not expect this to be on the list until the trailer came out. Okay. Detective Pikachu. Okay. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm a little bit... I'm on the fence about that. I'm not even honest. a big Pokemon fan. I mean, I you I mean me I mean where you were when you were a kid, right? Did you? I was more Pokemon? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh, I was more Yu-Gi-Oh. Who knows? Hey, if Detective Pikachu works out, do you oh, think we're gonna get a Yu-Gi-Oh movie? Uh, probably. You Maybe think? I don't know. I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is way harder to do than Pokemon because Pokemon has so many cool creatures and cute creatures. Yeah, I know that you could sell the audience better on Yu-Gi-Oh. It's kind of like, uh, how do you make? Dueling, I back and forth okay, dueling. <laughs> I didn't put Detective Pikachu on my list. Pika, Pika. I know, but I, because... That's Ryan Reynolds' talk for I fuck know, you. I know it's... Ra- <laughs> <laughs> and I love Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I think we all love Ryan Reynolds. But, and, you know, and I, but I did like the trailer. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I did like the trailer. I saw it pop up and I was like, this is stupid. Why are they doing this? And then I clicked on it and I was like, all right, I'm charmed by it. I don't know if I'll... I don't know. It... I guess it could be an honorable mention, but I've never talked about it until now. But yeah, which you know, it's interesting. The same day that that trailer came out, we also got a trailer for Toy Story Four. Yeah, and it like made no splashes because of Detective Pikachu. I know it's like, but you think the you think the Toy Story would more, but yeah, for a lot of, for a lot of people, Toy Story Three was the ending. I know, and I am a little apprehensive going into it simply for that reason because Toy Story Three ended on such a Beautiful note. Beautiful note, and it could have been one of the all-time great trilogies. This could be, and look, I have look, I've got faith in it. It's Toy Story. Yeah, it was the first property that Pixar ever had. I, I've just so, it's just come to me that I haven't watched any of the trailers for Toy Story four. Not even the first one. No, like the I'm, one where they're all singing around, dance. They're all no, not even that one. The spork. You never seen that trailer yet? Like I really. What, did have, you see the Super Bowl one that came out last night? I didn't even see that. Oh, my God, man. As soon as the Super Bowl ended, I changed the channel. Okay, fine. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm faithful about it. And this, But who knows? This could be an Indiana Jones 4 yeah. situation. I don't think it's going to be. I have faith that Pixar knows what they're so doing. So would you say that Toy Story 4 is on the list? Or is it an honorable not mention? On the, not on this list. Okay, so it's just like an honorable mention yes, for you? I, well, I put it on my original top ten. Okay. I did this because I kind of wanted to get a new perspective since a lot of other trailers have come out yeah. since then. Uh, but I'm going to give my first one that I have on this five that I have. 
Maybe I should do mine next, so we, because I had six, so we were like caught up. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Go ahead and okay, go ahead so and do one. This is a film that's coming out within the next couple of months. Us from Jordan Peele. I, you know what? I have that on my list. Yeah. And we can just go ahead and talk about it right Let's now, it. since we just since we have that kind yeah. of lined up. The trailer is this insane. trailer is fantastic. It's fucking crazy. I was so like, I was so. This was. Thank God that this trailer came at the end of 2018 because yes. I was going to put that on my list of the best trailers of 2018. This looks amazing. I have like, I I have so much faith in Jordan Peele anyway. Yes. Because I remember, okay, do you remember you remember when Get Out came out, right? Yeah. Obviously, okay, it was like two years ago. But anyway, uh, when that movie came out, you see a trailer, and the first thing you see is that one half of Key and Peele is directing this movie, and it's like a horror movie. And you don't know, like, is it a comedy? Is this... Yeah, the, the trailer tone movie? was kind of conflicting. Like, yeah, and I was a little bit, like... And going into it, I was kind of like, what, what is the, what's the vibe that they're going to go with this? And then I went in to see the movie. Blew my mind. It's I was uh. so... I was just... And going out of that theater, I was like, Jordan Peele has become my, one of my new favorite directors. Yeah, and I, I cannot I believe... wait to see what he does next. And then you know we've got us, and then we've got uh, he's doing the Candyman yeah. remake, and he's doing Twilight Zone for narrating, uh, narrating the Twilight Zone. Who would have thought that the... for that too? Who would have thought that this guy would be one of our greatest horror filmmakers? Well, they say that... if us turns out to be yeah. as great as it is, which I think it will be. Yeah. Well, they say that comedy is like a fantastic branching off point into other genres. Because oh yeah, absolutely. Be- because in comedy, you have to know what makes people laugh. Because, and, and which, you look, a lot of the best comedians have yeah. that darker side too. Yeah, yeah. You have to know what makes people laugh, so you also understand what makes them happy and sad, and all the other types of emotions. And I immediately downloaded that song after the trailer. <laughs> yeah. After I saw that trailer, because I was just, yeah. I mean, you just, get a lot of you get a lot of comedy. I've got minds. a kind of I got a kind of vibe of the strangers. Yeah. Uh, the strangers, in Jordan Peele's own little twisted way, I. I cannot wait to see this. this I'm wondering looks, what the social commentary is going to be in this film. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder that too because Get Out was so you could tell that that was a social commentary film, mm-hmm. and you you got it immediately seeing it. I my thoughts. This could be kind of more of just a straight up horror movie. I hope it's not. You know the social commentary. In I mean, Get it Out probably is, will, but I just have like. It's like you have Jordan Peele with Get Out saying what he wanted to say. In the social commentary context. Oh, there's always more to say. I know. I, I know there's always more to say. But now, I I don't know. This might be just me, but I kind of got the vibe that maybe after that film, he's kind of wanting to make his straight-up horror movie. But I don't know. We'll have to see when this I'm interested out. in what he's doing with the rabbits. There's uh, rabbits oh, in the trailer. You know that's going to come into play somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just that moment when the kid's like, it's us. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And you know what? You know what made me so upset? is that I made my original top ten list before that damn trailer came out. <laughs> and I was just like, shit. And I, Patience. I know. I should have been more patient in terms of... But, um, but anyway, I'll... Us. I mean, mm-hmm. we're still looking forward to that. Um, so I'm going to go with another go. movie on my list. This one actually comes out in a couple weeks. Ooh. Alita Battle Angel. Oh, no, no, no. 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 No, not Alita, please. You don't no. want to see. You're not looking forward to Alita. The eyes, the eyes. Ah, it's so L- terrifying. Well, you know what? Look, I I think that 
apparently some early reviews of this aren't the best. But, you know, I always go into those sometimes where I'm like, okay, maybe I'll be the one that likes it. When I first saw that trailer in theaters and it was a close-up of the eyes, I nearly jumped out of my seat. In the theater? In the theater. (laughs) I didn't see it online. You know what? what? Look, I think here's what kind of has me excited about that. The eyes? Well, no. The prospect of having Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron team up for a movie together, it's such an interesting combination because if you look at Robert Rodriguez, he's kind of known for like these sort of... Pulpy. Pulpy, sort of B-movies, low-budget kind of stuff. He's one of my favorites. And then, But then you look at James Cameron, and he, his movies are like the most I don't think high he's budget ha- yeah. and the highest grossing movies of all time. So it's interesting to see these kind of two creative minds kind of come together for a project. I think that's really the reason why I'm looking forward to it. I've never heard of the original manga. Yeah. I never read the original manga. I don't know anything about it. Um, but I don't care. I'm still looking forward to this. I mean, you bring up a lot of good Who points, kn- but... It's- but you're forgetting one very important thing. The eyes. The eyes. I know. <laughs> it's like, but, I, and, you know, typically manga-based movies haven't done so well in the past. Yeah. In recent years. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell <laughs> was another one. Um, I don't even want to bring up Dragon Ball Evolution. <sighs> but. <laughs> I thought we wiped that from human existence. I thought we did, too. But we did, yeah, I like, don't know. Like, it, it was gone until you mentioned it. I know, but it's just, I just. Maybe maybe I'll be the one weird guy that thinks Alita Battle Angel is really cool. I don't know. I'm going to see it in a couple weeks. To I kind think of you are. My own. You will be. Don't Who worry. knows? I mean, I I have a lots of weird opinions that people would be shocked about mm. for certain movies. But I think with Robert Rodriguez, whose early work I love. Yes. Desperado, El Dust Mariachi. Dawn, El Mariachi. Uh, even the first Spy Kids movie I like yeah. a lot. Uh, even Sin once City, pa- Sin City, City, once upon a time, Mexico. But Mexico. yeah, in recent years, Sin City Two and Machete Two and mm, Spy Kids yeah. Six or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it just like he hasn't been great. But hopefully, if you have James Cameron sort of, sort of looking over, because he was actually I don't know if you know he was actually looking to make this movie back in like '95. A lot of his ideas were back in the 90s. But then, obviously, Avatar got in the way, which, I mean... He wanted to make Avatar in the 90s. Well, speaking of Avatar, we're getting those, like, sequels back to back to back in a couple of years, which it's been so long since the first Avatar. It's supposed to come out next year, after it's supposed to coming out, like, four years ago. I don't know how that those are going to go. But obviously, look, James Cameron, just the prospect of Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron together has me excited. It might suck, depending on what you feel about it <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna watch it just you don't know if you're gonna watch you're not even gonna the give eyes. a chance it's the eyes well I, I will give them credit for that if they wanted to do a faithful adaptation of the manga and have her eyes be as big as plates and stuff that kind of i mean i i guess i admire that i mean if they're doing a faithful adaptation but again i don't well time will tell i don't see time the point will, time will tell like, why would you change the actress's face? I, when, I don't. When she already looked the part with just without the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, next movie. Okay. What's next on your list? Well, I am a geek, so I have to have a comic book movie on here now that Avengers is not allowed on. Oh, That's what we both decided. We, okay, we know Avengers is on. <laughs> we're just Okay, we're going to make that clear to everybody. Avengers is on both of our lists. It's just a higher above. It's just higher above the some of the other above. ones. Yes. Okay, all right. Okay, so here we go. The new Joker film. 
I have that on mine as yeah. well. We got We got to change things up. I think we need to stop the podcast and like look at obscure movies. I take a couple. You well, take see, a couple. Well, see, here's the thing: you don't know about those movies until like a month yeah. until they come out. They don't <laughs> typically come up as films that are going to come out at the top of the year. And those are those sort of little little movies that sort of seep through, and those end up being great. Yeah. And. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to Joker. I'm excited too. for Joker because of Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin I believe Phoenix is the he, be, is yes. the best actor of this generation, bar none. Do you think he could do you think he could be better than Heath Ledger's? It depends on where they take the character. I was gonna say, yeah. And how some he of the early pictures the we've seen, it kind of looks like they're going for like a an, a mashup. More of, of a crime yeah, more of a crime element kind of mm-hmm. I don't think Batman's gonna be in this. No, at he's all. not. Bruce no, Wayne's like eleven. No, no, no. I but you know who's directing this? Todd Phillips. Yeah, Todd Phillips, the hangover, hangover guy in old school, which could be really interesting to see how he does that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, too. I'm I don't think we've gotten a trailer for it yet. No, we just got we just got the teaser footage because Todd Phillips is like, this shit's going to get leaked. And I'm really curious in this <laughs> film because this is the beginning of these alternate universe DC films. The worlds of DC is what they're calling it, where it's kind of like in comics – uh, they have Elseworlds, which are which are alternate versions of your beloved characters. Uh, this that's what they're doing now with these films. They don't they want these films not part of the Justice League universe because they want nothing to do with Justice League anymore. So this is kind of the beginning of that. Well, now Ben Affleck's bat- out as yeah. Batman, and Matt Reeves is going to direct the new Batman movie. Who? Yeah. Okay, real real quick question: Who would you want to see Batman? And then we'll get back to Joker. Fuck if I know. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be some, like, weird out-there choice. Better be. I want an obscure actor. I know. Yeah, I know. Those are the best. I know, because you never know, right? Yeah. Anyway, we're going back to Joker. But, yeah. Uh, That's a whole other podcast <laughs> that we'll talk about later. <laughs> I'm excited for Joker because of this Elseworld stuff. Uh, this movie succeeds both on a financial and a critical level. Then we're going to be getting, like, some really out-there DC movies. This might not be in the DC universe. It's not. That they're, yeah. It's not at all. No. This is completely separate from anything Justice League or anything they've established, which is what these new movies are trying to do. They're trying to have two different universes going on. One universe, which is the stuff of Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, all them, and then this other universe, which is just going to be whatever they want to do. It's a dark uni- the yeah. dark universe, not the dark universal monster no. universe, but the dark DC universe, if you will. Yeah. Well, I mean, how much darker could you get? Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it, oh, boy. That's a whole other That's a whole other list right there. Yeah. The footage, Joaquin's facial expressions, I want that man's face just for his facial expressions. Just the footage that we've seen, he goes from mild-mannered to you could tell there's something wrong with him to finally breaking down and then just going back to normal and it's like oh that's the Joaquin Phoenix I want because his facial expressions are the best in the business right now you know that after we record this podcast we're gonna get a trailer that oh, just yeah. leaks <laughs> on, on my show it always happens on my show that happened all the time uh, yeah. <laughs> we never it got Avengers though happens. yeah <laughs> like the day before the Avengers trailer came up I had a podcast for the week and I was yeah. like ready to go hey you know when you re- remember when you recorded that podcast? Boom, Avengers Endgame. And I was uh, like, me and my co-host, me and my co-host <laughs> talked about the uh, popular the popular film Oscars that they were trying to do, oh. and then a week later they canceled it. <laughs> it was like our conversation was pointless. Obviously, yeah, obviously that wasn't a good decision. I don't know if that was probably a good decision on their part, but yeah. But okay, all right. I'm gonna give another movie on my list. Um, this may come as a bit of a surprise. Good. Lion King. Oh, really? I didn't even think about that film. I'm not I'm not excited for it at all. Well, you know, I think that 
you know, I think the Disney adaptations, the well, the live action Disney adaptations, if you will, I think they've kind of been up and down yeah. in some of the recent years. I mean, we're also getting Aladdin too, which who knows how that's going to go. But the teaser that we got for this Lion King movie, I got to say, it sold me. Yeah. I have to say. It based on really, nostalgia, yeah. Yeah, based on the nostalgia factor and also just John Favreau. I don't think John Favreau's made a bad movie yet, honestly. I don't think so either. No, I mean, and I think that he did a really I mean, even Zathura was fun. No, yeah, I, 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 I love Zathura. Zathura's a fucking blast. <laughs> Zathura's amazing. I haven't amazing, seen it in years, and it probably doesn't hold up, but it's a fucking who blast. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, when you're a kid, it's amazing. Yeah. But I thought he did such a good job with The Jungle Book. And there was a part of my brain that's like, okay, Lion King is this iconic classic, and why would they dare try to touch it? But then after seeing this teaser and just hearing James Earl Jones's narration over everything and seeing the stampede, the wildebeest stampede, how that's going to look in live action, I'm like, okay, this is just too real. <laughs> this <laughs> is just way too real, and I don't know how I'm going to deal with this, but I, I make no I, – I, I'm really looking forward to this. This, I, this, might, this might have become a generic opinion now because you see it all over – plastered all over the internet – I really don't care about the Disney live adaptations anymore. I really don't. Yeah, they kind of. I've. Jungle, Jungle like, Book was great. It was a great. I start. love the Jungle Book. Yeah. yeah, but everything else, I'm like, I don't really care. I think maybe if they went with like did live action adaptations that didn't merely have to have necessarily all of the songs mm-hmm. from the old movies. I mean, Lion King, you kind of know that they're gonna. Have, they got rid of Scar's song. I know. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, and now you got to drop people. it off. But I think that it's just Lion King, I really do think that even if it is a shot-for-shot remake of the original 1994 it film, it very well might be. But even if it is, it does have that potential to be great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think I love the fact that we're getting Donald Glover that's as, the only thing I'm excited for. Yeah, because Donald, yeah, Donald Glover as I was really Simba hoping he, he'd be child ga- childish Gambino as Simba. childish Gambino as Simba, <laughs> childish Simbino, childish Simbino. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that is that's <laughs> wow. That that's that's really that's amazing. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. I, no, well, I said what's it. The, in what's the, the location? One. What's the location it's in? The Pride Lands? Yeah, Pride, yeah. yeah. This is the Pride Lands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. There's going to be, yeah, watch them have that song. Oh, it's going to be parodied. I know, yeah. As soon as we get some actual, as soon as we get more footage, the parody videos are going to be all over uh, the place. Yeah. But, I mean, but going back to the, the songs bit for the part, I mean, you heard the Circle of Life song. So yeah. once you hear the Circle of Life song, you kind of figure, okay, there's going to be the original songs in it. But the point that I was kind of making, if they do live action adaptations of original of their movies in the past, maybe it could benefit that they don't have the songs. Like I know that they're doing Mulan. Yeah. And if you didn't have the songs in that movie, that's a great story in and of itself. That could be just a big, great, epic story in and of itself that you wouldn't need the songs in it. I don't even remember the song. Exactly. Well, that's that's the point that I was making. I don't remember any songs from Mulan. And no. maybe there's going to be comments after we get done with this that's just going to name every single song from Mulan and yell at us. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I don't know. It's interesting. 
All right. What's your next film? All right, here we go. This is this is this is the out there one. Okay. This, this is the one that I don't All think right. anybody's expecting. Okay. Because most probably haven't heard about it. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. What the hell is that? Exactly. <laughs> what is that? I needed an obscure okay, one. Okay, explain what Jojo Rabbit is to me. All I need all you need to know it's directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know yes. who Taika Waititi Thor Ragnar- is. Yeah. Thor he's Ragnarok. directed He's directed uh Hunt Hunt for the Wilder People, What We Do in the Shadows, and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in already just be- based off of his name because I love Taika Waititi. He's like the funniest person ever Yeah. of the modern age. Can you explain a little bit of the okay, premise so of Jojo Rabbit for those that don't know? Because I certainly don't know. It's set after World War II, and this little boy is wishing that Nazis come back, and he creates Hitler as an imaginary friend. Yes. What? And Taika Waititi plays Hitler. Is this supposed to be a comedy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's a comedy, but with Taika Waititi, it's always a comedy and a drama. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Um, Rubble, Rubble Wilson. Rubble, okay. And I forgot who else, but there's a couple of decent names in them. Okay. But I'm excited for Taika Waititi as Hitler. Yeah. The, <laughs> just, he's pl- And he's directing. Is he writing it too? Is yeah. he directing, writing, writing, directing, and, okay. and starring. Wow, that's Really interesting. Do we know when it's coming out yet or no? Uh, sometime this year. Sometime this year. Okay. That's they finished really, filming it, it, months ago. Wow. I've never... I gotta. I have to look that up. That's There's a, set photos and, and official photos. It looks that crazy. Is a compl- that is an out there movie. I've never even heard of that. See, that's the thing about certain... You know, there's be certain movies that nobody will know about. I see, I've known about could, this one for a while. Okay, well, just like it. general publics, mm-hmm. you know. Us movie... Us outside of the movie circle may not know about mm-hmm. you know <coughs> but um yeah jojo rabbit okay i'll have to look that up <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm anticipating it okay because... now this movie that i'm gonna list is probably net i am with avengers endgame and star wars episode nine level anticipation for this well maybe not star wars episode nine but the way that Force Awakens was right before that came out and how anticipated I was for that. Wow. This is how I am for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. There Quentin we go. Tarantino's That's my next new one, so film. There. I am this I'm gonna call it right now. This has the potential to be his best. I think it does. I think even with all the controversy behind even, it. Even yeah, even with all the controversy behind it, which some yeah, people a- might some people might have a bit of a problem with, I yeah. guess. Because some of the victims of the Manson family or yes. the Manson family victims are still alive. Some of them are. Yeah. I don't know how many are, but um, yeah, some of those are still alive. So it does kind of have me go into it a little bit with like, okay, so how are they going to approach this? Yeah. Because Tarantino killed Hitler and Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> but not, but not Jojo Rabbit Hitler. <laughs> Jojo, not Taika Waititi Hitler. Taika Waititi can't die. <laughs> But, uh, no, but I'm just – did you see the pictures that came out for this? Yeah. Like a week – I think it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. I think that – I mean, it was a big news when Margot Robbie was cast as Sharon Tate. Yep. The way that these pictures kind of look like, I think it's going to revolve more around Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's character. No, that, that's, what, that's what it is. The, yeah. The, the, Tarantino said that the Manson murders are just a backdrop for the seedy crap that goes on in Hollywood, which is ironic because he, <laughs> he himself, does, yeah. there, there's stories about him. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, it's just, 
I think it's going to be – I think people are calling it Manson adjacent. Yeah. Which meaning that I think this little side story with Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate, that's going to be its own little side story. And yeah. you're going to focus on sort of a Tarantino's love fest for like late 60s, early 70s Hollywood, which kind of is kind of what, what the Coen brothers did with Hail Caesar a little bit. I still haven't seen it. You haven't seen Okay, well, Hail Caesar was kind of a love letter to like the old yeah. like 40s and 50s movies. And that kind of seems like that's what Tarantino's going to do with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There's a huge, there's a lot of people in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leo, it's, a Tar- it's a Tarantino DiCaprio, movie. Brad Pitt. I think Al Pacino's in it. I think so, too. And I can't, I'm blanking on the actor who's actually playing Charles Manson, but that might not matter because I don't think he's going to have Aren't that Aren't there rumors big of a role. that James Marsden is playing? James Marsden is yeah. Charles Manson? I don't know if that, I don't know if that's him. Or no, I, I don't, yeah. There's this actor who played. I'm drawing a blank on this. I'm sorry. I'm just go ahead. Just go ahead and cut all this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, well, that's what's that's the thing about this podcast. We're keeping it live and yeah. we are fresh. Yeah. Oh shit. But I think one another reason that I'm looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is it's kind of seems to be going back to a lot of the early crime films that Tarantino was known for early yeah. in his career. It looks like this is going to be a throwback. Well, I don't know if a, a throwback, but sort of like in the vein of Reservoir Dogs, in yeah. the vein of Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown and sort of that. But also for the past, yeah. But also like a mix of the historical stuff he's been doing. Yeah, sort of like a, I, this could be like a culmination of everything he's done up until this a point. Cul- a culmination of everything he's done. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because like you every know, for genre the last he's fifteen done. years he's done like these revenge movies, Kill Bill, Glorious Bastards, Django, even Hateful Eight to some degree. But I think, you know, this like you were saying, this is gonna be every single thing that he's done. Yes. Sort of the crime seediness of LA from Pulp Fiction and sort of like I think DiCaprio's playing like a Western star. Yeah, or something aging like that. Western aging star. Western star. So maybe there'd be a little bit of the nod to the spaghetti westerns yep. and it's actually the title's actually kind of a nod to that. Yeah. From like the old school uh, spaghetti western movies like Once Upon a Time in the West and stuff like that. I want to ask a question real quick. Yes, go ahead. Shoot. Are we a, are we bad people for anticipating this film? Why would we be bad people? <laughs> Just because of all the controversy behind Tarantino lately. I yeah, I know. Well, I know a lot of people that are looking forward to this movie. Yeah, that's that's always the weird thing about this is, is you're anticipating this movie, but you know that maybe the people behind it is like I know, yeah. Like like I was really anticipating Bohemian Rhapsody and all the Brian uh, Singer did stuff. Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? I loved it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think the different thing with Bohemian Rhapsody, as far as that goes, I they didn't advertise that as a Brian Singer. They film. couldn't. They can't advertise that as a Brian Singer movie. You know, when Once Upon a Time in Hollywood comes out, they are going to advertise this as the ninth film from oh, Quentin yeah. Tarantino, and it's just so out there. And they let you know right away, hey, this is a Tarantino film. If you love it, great. If you don't, get out because it's going to have a lot of the stuff that you hate about Tarantino. Wrong movies. movies. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think. But as far as Bohemian Rhapsody goes, I mean, I certainly enjoyed I hate it that as I well. It. But obviously, you know, they obviously couldn't advertise it as a Brian Singer movie. Fuck no. And obviously, and who knows how much the other guy came in when Brian Singer was fired? Dexter Fletcher. Yeah, Dexter Fletcher. I don't know how much he had to do. He with it. had to film like the last third of it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, Brian Singer still gets full credit because he directed most of it. Yeah, 
and I think that's how the DGA rules yeah. sort of go. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird. Fletcher just pretty much got a hey, thank you for doing that. Yeah, he doesn't get actual. It's credit. a weird time, but you know, I'm still looking forward to this new Tarantino movie, yeah. regardless, um, because I've loved. I mean, I've just loved. Is everything. Christoph Waltz in the movie? <laughs> Who would he play? I don't I know, wonder. but he's gonna get an Oscar for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, did you see? Uh, I think uh, Tim Roth's gonna be in the movie. I think Kurt oh, Russell's right. gonna be in the yeah. movie. I think Michael Madsen's gonna be in the movie. So we get like that little Reservoir Dogs sort of nod or something like that. What is he gonna do for his final film? The, well, the he says film. he's gonna be doing the Star Trek movie. Possibly. I don't think that. I don't know if that's actually gonna get off the ground though. I don't he's know. not directing that. But no, his actual, he's gonna write it. No. His tenth film. He says he wants to do ten films. This this one feels like the end. So what does the tenth look like? You know what? This could be. Now that I think about it. What if it's his? If it's like his masterpiece. Could be, if this this could be the movie, and if it's great, it would be a great movie to go out on, mm-hmm. and just sort of you know tip the hat to the Tarantino legacy, Tarantino world and legacy. I didn't even think about that. Because if it's like, because if this movie is stepping up to be what it is and be this big, giant, epic film, I didn't think about that. It might be his last. He says he wants to do ten and retire. Ten seems like a good number. Like, what does he do for number ten? How's he gonna? Well, I didn't think. I after how much I loved Inglorious Bastards, I think Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards are still his two best, in my opinion. After Inglorious Bastards, I was like, how is he gonna follow up Inglorious Bastards? I'm gonna be a hipster and say Jackie Brown. I love Jackie Brown. I'm just being a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love Jackie Brown. I actually think Jackie Brown's pretty underrated. Yeah. It's more of a dialogue-based movie. Well, the Tarantino some of other was, Yeah, but like, yeah. Okay. This is my Did number one. Film. Yes. This is my number one. I think actually the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was probably my number one, but I'll give another one we so go. we can be okay. consistent. All right, look. You see, I'm not a man. I'm a little boy pretending to be a man. <laughs> So to be a man, I have to live through these macho action films to feel good about myself. And there's one film coming out this year that is the 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 end of the end game, you should say, of all action films, and that is John Wick Chapter Three. Yes, Autobellum. Okay. Yes. Um, I need be- to feel like a badass, so I I watch John Wick films to feel like that. I also any Keanu Reeves films. I I slightly resemble Keanu Reeves, so it's like you do a little bit. Actually, it's like it's like I'm looking at myself. You do actually, (laughs) yeah. You do look like Keanu Reeves a little bit. Thank you. Can you give a little? Can you give my mom won't stop? Can you give a little bit of his signature catchphrase? All right. Whoa. See, if if I wouldn't have known better, I would have thought that you were you were in the plot twist. I am Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, Do you think if John Wick three is good? That this could be step up to be one of the great trilogies. If John Wick three is good, it's the best action trilogy of all time. One of the best. No, I think it's the best. You would put that over some other ones. What, what would we put it over? Indiana Jones. Possibly. Uh, that's adventure. I think that's different. Uh, well, just I'm just snipping that out of the equation. I'm putting like, I don't know, but yeah, Keanu. It's sort of been a little bit of a comeback for Keanu Reeves, oh, I'd yeah. say. And, because in recent years before John Wick, it hasn't I think been he needs the greatest. At least, I think he needs at least two more John Wick trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> two more, wait, two more trilogies? Yes. So he's going to make John Wick 4, 5, 6, and then 7, seven eight, 8, 9? Yes. So Treat like, it after, like Star Wars. Okay, so John, yeah. And then like 15 years will go by, and then we'll get another John Wick film. Keanu we'll get, Reeves just be but like, it'll be like Logan. <laughs> it'll, it'll be like Logan. 
Oh, old, wow. old man John Wick. Old man John Wick, <laughs> yeah. And what I loved about it, it's just him going back to how great he was in Speed and how great he was in the first Matrix. The first Matrix. First the Matrix. first. The first. I feel like we have to qualify that. The first. The first. The first. Yes. But anyway, it's just, he's kind of one of those people that, like, a likable bad actor. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. <laughs> He's also the saddest person like I've ever seen. He seems like a cool dude too. He does. He seems like a really cool like any guy. Any story that comes out about him, he's amazing. Yeah, they had a trailer for John Wick Three for in front of glass. Yeah. And it was really yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Um yeah, I mean I, I mean, loved the first. yeah. I like the first one more than the second one. They're 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 up there with me. I can't yeah. decide where I did the like other. the second John Wick, don't get me wrong. They're both don't touch that films. guy's pets. <laughs> we might have spoiled it for people that <laughs> I mean that when you introduce people to John Wick, that's all you say. Exactly. Well, even you don't say who anything else. Seen it, no, you don't say anything else. Like because like people, sh- I'd like talk to people who haven't seen John Wick. Yeah. And then I'll be, I'll be like, don't touch that guy's pets, and they'll be like, what happened to his pets? And they'll be like, like, oh no. And they're like, what? What happens? You see, you see, <laughs> I knew about John Wick before anyone else did, right. and so I saw it before. I didn't see it before anyone else did, but I saw it before it gained cult status. So anytime anybody asked me what that movie was, I was like, somebody kills Keanu Reeves' dog and he goes shoots everyone. That's all I said. That's the perfect incentive for yes. revenge. And it usually sold them on the movie. Oh, yeah. And you, and after you see that, you just want Keanu Reeves to wreck some shit. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't even think about John McFree. That's interesting. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Where's my headshot? I thought we were keeping it clean for the kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> After our past couple of movies, fuck no. <laughs> no, no, no. Imaginary Hitler. Yeah. Oh, Manson. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We're just mentioning a bunch of serial killers. We, we talked about Brian um, Singer. Speaking, well, uh, what's the one that Ryan Johnson has coming out? Uh, Knives Out. Yeah, that looks to yeah, be like everybody seemed, in it. That looks to be really interesting. It's like it's like Ryan Johnson's Tarantino movie. He's yeah, because I think I, this could be just this could be a good way for him to step back. Yeah. After directing massive, going to Star Wars, well, kind of going back to Brick and Looper and sort of. Yeah. Well, he's going back to this smaller film. Because yeah, then he's and gonna, I think that's a good thing for he, him to cause do because he, he's going to be jumping back into Star Wars after this. He's got a Star Wars trilogy coming up. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, he needs this like recovery period. Before yeah, especially he gets... after all the fans gave him shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he anticipated. He that. has Twitter. He knows. He anticipated. Even if that. it was great in the eyes of everybody, there he talked. Been that he's shit. talked about that many times yeah. in interviews. He said that he knew he was going to piss the fans off. Oh yeah, and he was ready for it, it. Well, yeah. At least he knew that he was ready for it. But um, kind of going. Through. I respect him for that. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give one more movie. On okay. Here list. we go. Is this it? is gonna be. Well, this is. This didn't end up on the five. I'm list. trying to think of a dumb movie. Okay, shout this it out. is okay. This you might think you call me weird for saying this. Nope. I have high hopes for it. Terminator 6. Oh fuck. <laughs> Here's oh, why. Fuck. Here's why. Tim Miller is directing this. Yes, I know. Directed directed Deadpool. First Deadpool. James Cameron has the rights back to this. I know, but James Cameron when he produces it doesn't usually turn out very well. I I I agree. But Again, I have hopes. I have hopes. I'm a very hopeful person. <laughs> I don't go into anything expecting them to be terrible. Uh, I'm going to take this moment to plug my uh, podcast again. Okay, yeah. We, go had, ahead. A, we had a debate episode. Are, are we going to talk? <laughs> <laughs> 
It was which old franchise really needs to fucking die already? Did I, you say Terminator? Terminator versus Jurassic Park versus uh, Aliens. I debated Terminator. You debated Terminator yeah, over Jurassic Park and yes. Aliens. And yes, Terminator really needs to fucking die. Well, hopefully this will be the one to end that. Yeah, either on is. a positive but note. But here, here, here's another point that I have about that. When we saw the Halloween that came out last year. I was looking forward to it. Yeah. When we saw that the, what they were advertising that movie as a direct sequel to the first one. Yes. And that no other sequels mattered, especially the god-awful Rob Zombie ones. They didn't matter, which I'd be more excited about. Hipster opinion. Those are the best. Okay, yeah. Um, Rob Zombie is just as good as Tarantino. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always like to call those people um actuallys. Um actually. I um, fucking Rob hate Z- the word actually. <laughs> I mean, with a passion. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yes, like, I do. But um, but anyway, um, what those movies, they were, that was a direct sequel to the original 1978. They're building this new Terminator as a direct sequel to Terminator 2, and Terminator 3 doesn't exist, and Terminator Salvation doesn't exist, Genesis doesn't exist, and if you get all of those movies out of the equation and continue the Judgment Day storyline, or direct after Judgment Day, I'm like, okay, this could have a Halloween situation. This is exactly what I debated on my show. Yeah, okay. This this has been the, the fucking story with Terminator since Terminator 2 ended. Uh, starting with Terminator 3. Okay, they're like, okay, Terminator 3, direct sequel to Terminator 2. Terminator 3 comes out. It's okay, but it doesn't do very good. Yeah, it kind of blows. It didn't do very good. So they're like, all right, Salvation. Terminator 3 doesn't count. The TX was just overcooking, playing robotically creepy. Terminator Salvation comes out. They're like, Terminator 3 doesn't count. This is the true sequel to Terminator 2. Terminator Salvation fucking sucks. You make a good point, I have to say. Then Terminator Genesis comes out. They're like, Terminator... A lot Salvation. of these are based on nostalgia for me, to be Terminator honest. Salvation and 3 don't count. This is the true sequel to Terminator 2. And now we're getting the exact same story with Terminator 6. We've got... I, I hear cycle. you. This is the same fucking cycle over and over. I, I hear I you. I can't stand it. I hear you. Yeah. I just... But there's just that little part of my brain that Terminator just is, 15. They're going to be like, Terminators 3 through 14 don't count. This is the true sequel to Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. And... I think part of this is based on the fact that last year's Halloween did so well. I mean, I maybe they had this already in plan for. But they had years, out there, they had an out there crew for that. Danny McBride and da- uh, Danny Gordon Green. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't like know. you don't expect yeah. that. I didn't expect that either. Yeah, like, a guy like Tim Miller, maybe you could expect it. And of course, James Cameron returning. Uh, Danny Green. He didn't have the rights to Terminator for the longest time, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... The fact that he has the rights back kind of gets me excited. What what I'm saying is uh, Danny McBride and Danny Gordon Green, they brought in a different perspective that you wouldn't have anticipated before the movie comes out. You don't anticipate those two comedians directing a... Like with Jordan Peele, you don't direct a a comedian directing... A comedian with this uh, social commentary horror film... Yeah. A guy like Tim Miller, he already did Deadpool, so you could see him moving on to another action franchise. And James Cameron is still here. Uh, yeah, more as a producer credit, but still, he's still involved with this franchise when maybe we need fresh blood, new eyes. That's a good point. You bring him a good point. All right, should I take Terminator 6? No, it's list? your <laughs> fucking list. Don't you do it. I just don't understand how Terminator 6 is over John Wick Chapter 3. 
I, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Because <laughs> I have both Alita Battle Angel and Terminator 6, both James Cameron movies that are coming out in 2019. I know I'm going to get so much shit for this. But I look, as I said, I'm hopeful. I am hopeful. Okay? I'm a hopeful person. And I really love it when a movie comes out and everyone thinks it's going to be terrible. It actually blows people's minds. You just want so bragging can, rights. Uh, I, did that with John, I did that with John Wick. <laughs> You, well, you did that with John Wick because you thought this franchise is going to be amazing. Well, this is the next that, Die Hard. I didn't think that. I didn't think that at first. I was going in hoping for a good action film. I didn't. Well, they'll go on and make a few John Wicks like they did with Die Hard. I didn't expect the expect the best action film of the decade. No, it was amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, there's debate with the Raid Redemption and all that, but still. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't seen the Raid too. Oh, it's fantastic! I've only seen. The I fell asleep play, through yeah. half of it, but the, what I caught was okay. Fantastic. See, that's not very. <laughs> no, I was I was really sick that day, and I, <laughs> I'm not I'm not lying. But no, that movie is fantastic from the half that I got to see. So I have a few <laughs> honorable mentions that I did in a previous. Go list. for it! I don't have any. I have a few honorable mentions. Um, Pet Cemetery, the remake. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm in the, I'm actually in the middle of reading the book right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the original Pet Cemetery. That was kind of one of the first horror movies that I really, because like my uncle is was a huge horror movie fan, and that was one of those movies that he used to say just really scared the shit out of him. It's it's a damn good horror. It's film. a great horror movie, and I'm interested in seeing where they go with this remake, because mm-hmm. uh, I did like the first trailer for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's All the sound another, editing but, in it. Yeah, um, and plus, you know, with the success of it, Stephen King's adaptations. Kind is that of an honorable really, mention? Yes, it chapter two is yep. an honorable mention. I just remembered about it. Yeah, um, it chapter two. I'm very much looking forward to because I love the first one, and since Bohemian Rhapsody, I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm interested in seeing where this Elton John movie. Goes. Rocket Man. Yes. Taron Egerton. Yeah. Eggsy. I'm interested in seeing how they do this because I like the trailer. I did like the trailer, but you just see the scene of him floating up with his yeah. piano. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm, and gonna, I'm like, okay, is this going to be like some trippy psychedelic one, fantasy? What, one thing that I'm anticipating more for Rocket Man than Bohemian Rhapsody is looks. They look like they're getting into the the lowest points of Elton John's life. Where Bohe- be, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody was very sanitized. Yeah, it was. A sanitized version of an R-rated rock life. Uh, X-rated. X-rated X- rock triple life. Triple X. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that that was a problem that a lot of people have with Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. and I understand. And, you know, I was one of those people that kind of, as a huge Queen fan, yeah, they did have their timeline wrong on a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I wrote a review for Bohemian Rhapsody. And, I d- yeah. And the thing that I talked about was, if the timeline is wrong, but it's still a damn good movie, does it really count? I know, but like I think a lot of because they had that moment where he right before they were about to go on Live Aid, yeah, and do Live Aid. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it. Spoilers for Freddie Mercury's life. Well, yeah, if you know, okay, if you don't know anything about Freddie Mercury's Queen's life, that... <laughs> wow, way to spoil the movie. But uh, <laughs> but uh, um. But anyway, he goes and tells the band that he's been diagnosed with AIDS yeah. right before they do Live Aid. I know a lot of people complain about that. Yeah. But the band, Brian May and Roger Taylor, were all head-on involved with the movie, and apparently they were fine with it going the way they yeah, did. as soon as they got the cheddar. 
Yeah, exactly. Chitty, and chitty, I chitty. think Elton John Got is directly, bread. and I think Elton John is directly involved in Rocket Man as well. Mm-hmm. Which did you also? Side note: You know we're getting a David Bowie one too. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Duncan Jones, the son of David Bowie, has said that the the Bowie family is not supporting the film. Really? They did not have any control over it. Oh well, that could be that's so be that could either lead to a you know an actual look into. David Bowie, or how well David Bowie was yeah. is really was, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, or it could just be completely fucking. And wrong. Elton John, <laughs> you, I think I just said Elton John is directly <clears throat> involved. I'm not with sure. this movie. I think he is one of the producers on it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I could see it. And there's also that feeling of like, there's also that feeling of like, if someone's directly involved, maybe they don't want to tell everything yeah. that happened. Which perfect example was straight out of Compton? Oh yeah, Ice Cube and Dre were direct producers on that yes. movie, and Dre and made sure he looked I fucking lo- good. Exactly, and I loved that movie. That mm-hmm. was one of my favorites that year. But I can I can tell that they kind of did hold back a little bit oh, yeah. on some stuff, um, specifically because you know Ice Cube and Dr. Dre are like, hey. Um, we're still out there doing stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not <laughs> going to ruin our look, careers. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to look. Um, anyway, do you have any honorable mentions? No. Uh, uh, Detective Pikachu kind of counted. We'll do as some a... honorable mentions, and then we'll then No, we'll what I'm saying here. is Detective Pikachu kind of counted as an honorable mention because it was number six instead, mm-hmm. instead of a top five. So, no, I really yeah. don't have any. And the ones that you mentioned I, I would probably be on my honorable mentions list. Maybe I should have replaced those. Instead of saying Alita Battle Angel Terminator <laughs> 6. And you sure seem to have list, a poor, man. <laughs> you seem to have a poor reception. <laughs> Don't let my reception uh, change your list, okay? <laughs> it's your your opinion. It's what you want. But yeah, I'm also kind of going through some of the other ones. Glass was certainly a... Um, I was going to mention that. that glass, glass was... At the top of the year, Glass was one that I Yeah, Glass was in my top Did 10. you see Glass? Yeah. What'd you think? We'll get into this really quick, and then we'll get out of okay. here. I'm really mixed on it. It feels like three movies going on at the same time. You got the first third of it. Spoilers if if uh, you haven't seen Glass. I did a review. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first Spoilers third of for it, anyone who hasn't seen Glass or Unbreakable yeah. or Split. The first third of it is kind of like a, uh, a cat and mouse game between David Dunn and the Beast. And then the, sec- the next third of it is a, are these people really crazy or do they really have superpowers? It's kind of a mental look into superpowers. Uh, the mental health aspect of superpowers, and then the third McAvoy b- knocked that out. Oh, of the he's park. fucking amazing in these movies. Yeah, and then the last half. They didn't the have last Bruce act, Willis. Didn't have much to do. He did a lot in the first act, and yeah. then that, nothing. And then he just—that's yeah. what pissed me off about that the film. That was what was so. I was like, give Bruce Willis something to do. He's good again. He has no lines. <laughs> he has no lines in the third act. He's good again. I wanted to see Bruce Willis be good again after that god awful Death Wish remake. Like the first act, you can uh-huh. tell that he was into it, and yeah. then. The less his character gets to do, the less Bruce Willis acts. Could have given Samuel Jackson more to do, too. I kind of like how they portray yeah, Glass. Yeah, that's, yeah. I he's, just love, yeah. Though I but. do wish he would have been more of, like, an influence at the beginning. Like, he's the one that set up the fight, so they end it felt up. like more of a sequel to Split as opposed to Unbreakable. Because it's more of McAvoy's or, story as Well, McAvoy's beast. just so incredible that he's he's taken the that's one of the, the things i well, that's one it. of the things i mentioned in my review where i was like they're building they built this as the sequel to unbreakable but it felt like the sequel to split yeah it's just with you know what i you know what could have been more effective hmm. if they if they could have had this be the sequel to split and then have him in his interactions with elijah price 
And then you could have built another movie and had that have been the culmination of Unbreakable and Split. But then it wouldn't have been a trilogy. It would no, have been it'd be a quadrilogy. Yeah, but a quad. Yeah. But um, all right. Thanks for joining me, man. Oh, always happy to help. Thanks for out. Uh, yeah. Thanks for influencing some of my picks. My after bedazzling giving me my charisma list. has to be placed somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much for joining me, man. No. Issue. Thank you so much for been joining fun. me. Yes. Oh, I loved having you, man. Yeah, I, I, will, I would love to have you. I on miss more having a show. Well, I would love to have you on more in the future if you're yeah, up to it. No problem. Yeah, if you want to. I hate saying no problem. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, if you want to come on and do more of these with me, yeah. let's do it, man. Right. Thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Nikki B's Movie Corner. And as always, good night. <laughs>